Station 2, San Jose Avenue. From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome to Total SF, and welcome back, Heather Knight, to our tribute to the stairs of San Francisco. Uh, I am super excited for this episode because we've already interviewed our guest, and she's awesome. Yes, we have Alexandra Kennan on with us today. She founded the company Urban Hiker SF. She, in usual times, not 2020, takes people on hikes around San Francisco, guided tours of the best of our city. Um, But during the pandemic, to get exercise and get a bit of a change of pace, she decided that she would not bake sourdough bread or read or do yoga. She was going to try to climb every staircase in San Francisco. She has documented 900 of them, and she's climbed about 650. So she's well on her way. She took me out yesterday to tour um, many of these staircases. I was tired after about 45 (laughs) staircases and 2,000 stairs, so I can't imagine how she's feeling now. Well, I think this is such a great kind of total SF personality. Um, We run across these sometimes, and I get so excited. You mentioned Urban Hiker SF is her guide company. She also wrote books, Urban Trails San Francisco and Urban Trails East Bay, which are great to pick up now and get ideas to go out and do social distancing outdoor stuff. But what I love is she's got this project um, keeping her busy. She's got a toddler. I don't know how she's doing it. And a full-time job. And a part-time job. Another job. Um, And... She's making this Google map and spreadsheet to share with people, um, to introduce people to these stairways, show people hidden stairways in their neighborhood, get people outside, something new, something exciting to do. I just love it. Yeah, she lives in the mission, kind of in the thick of um, a lot of, you know, the downsides of San Francisco. And she's, you know, seeing people shooting up and um, needles on the sidewalk. She's kind of concerned about what her toddler may find someday. But she um, definitely spends most of her time looking on the bright side of the city, how gorgeous it is, the great weather, so many diverse people. And um, you really can't be bored in San Francisco. So she talked a lot about that on our hike. Very excited once again. Um, I want to ask you, though, you went on all of these stairway hikes with her, um, what was the absolute highlight for you? Well, we started at Telegraph Hill, and for some reason I haven't been out there in a long time. We did the famous Filbert Steps and Greenwich Steps, which are really long but gorgeous, and I was just in awe the whole time. It's really quintessential San Francisco over there. I, um, I want to get out to the Grandview Steps. Um, we wanted to add that to our 49-mile scenic route and then kind of got... Uh, you know, the mutiny, the people (laughs) made us add Twin Peaks. Well, we'll learn a lot more from Alexandra Kennan. I'm Peter Hartlob here with Heather Knight, and this is Total SF. Thank you very much. Welcome to Total SF. Welcome back, my partner, Heather Knight. Hello. And welcome to our guest. I'm so excited about this. Alexandra Kennan, staircase aficionado, urban hiker, SF uh, owner, founder. Yes, both. (laughs) All of that. (laughs) All of the above. And um, who went on a hike with 
Heather yesterday, and I didn't get to go. You really missed out. We even got guacamole. That yeah. was my hike highlight. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so welcome welcome to Total SF, and I'm so excited to be speaking with you. I, I'm actually embarrassed that I just learned about Urban Hiker SF a little bit ago when, when a spreadsheet came across my email with uh, how many staircases have you inventoried? Well, this is a great question. Every time I go out on a stairway walk, I find new stairways, but I'm up to about 900 public stairways in the city. I have not been to them all yet, but I've been to at least 650 of them. And you've climbed that many? I have climbed that many as well. Actually, there were a few, I gotta say, I can count them on one of my hands. I drove by, but you know, (laughs) 645 of them I have climbed. Oh my God. Well, you took me out on a mini, I mean, it didn't seem mini, but compared to 650, (laughs) it was mini, um, staircase itinerary yesterday. And we hit up Telegraph Hill, Russian Hill and Forest Hill. And I think we climbed about 45 staircases and about 2000 stairs. Yes. So I'm pretty impressed (laughs) that we are both feeling pretty good today. Yes. It was very fun. But um, I wanted to kind of hear from you um, why you started this weird hobby in the first place. You know, people are starting all sorts of new things during the COVID-19 pandemic, including baking sourdough bread, reading, riding their bikes. But you have selected to walk up and down stairs. So tell us why. Yes, this is definitely a pandemic hobby. I've always liked stairways since I moved to San Francisco. But I remember when the order came down from Mayor Breed saying, you know, stay at home, don't leave your neighborhood. And I was like, well, I've got a dog and I need to walk her every day. And I'm going to get really bored if I can't go, you know, to Fort Funston one day or somewhere else one day. So I just tried to find all these creative routes around my neighborhood, which is the mission. And I was like, okay, I can fit in five miles. Let's see how far I can go. And I saw all these amazing stairways on the way. And again, I've always loved stairways. And I thought, hey, maybe I could change my route up every day and collect some more stairways. And I said, hey, maybe I can collect them all. So just started collecting all the stairways. And then once we could leave our neighborhoods, I started going on farther away walks to farther away stairways. Cool. And what do you love about them so much? Oh, I love the variety. I love the exercise. I love, you know, some of them are really famous. Like we went up the Filbert and Greenwich Street Mm -hmm. steps uh, yesterday by Coit Tower. But some of them are just tucked into little neighborhoods. And it's just a fun surprise to come upon them uh, in any neighborhood in San Francisco, almost any neighborhood. Yeah, I was really surprised when we were on Russian Hill to find that one random staircase that you would walk by without ever even noticing and we walked up it and then we were on the middle of the twisty part of Lombard yes I have like that was a surprise I have been on Lombard Street uh countless times and I had no clue until I looked at Google Maps and the index of stairway walks in San Francisco by Mary Burke and Ada Bokolinsky that there is a stairway that just leads right onto Lombard Street you learn something new every day in this city true so I wanted to ask you're you're urban hiker SF you're a guide um, how much of this stairway project is research? Is it because not as many people, I don't know if you could do social distancing guides, but where does the staircase endeavor fit into Urban Hiker SF? Yes, so where this all fits in. So Urban Hiker SF is kind of closed during the pandemic. We haven't run a single event just because we don't feel good about it right now and we would never want to risk our health, health of our guests, health of our guides. 
But when we were running tours around San Francisco, the way I described our tours were stairways, hills, and hiking trails. So the, those were the three aspects you'd see on any tour we did. So stairways were already a key part of that. And we would run, you know, three or four major routes, you know, around Twin Peaks, Presidio, North Beach, Russian Hill, Telegraph Hill, and then one in the kind of Union Square, Chinatown, uh, Knob Hill area. So I already knew all the stairways there and I saw them on a regular basis. So I had photos of them. I had been to them. I was fond of them. And then, you know, I guess I was just thinking during the pandemic, how am I going to keep myself entertained? And I came up with the stairway hunt. And you had said that your dad gave you that famous um, staircase book years ago. Yes. Which was kind of the seed. That was definitely the seed. So I moved to San Francisco in 2007. I can't remember if that was the exact year he gave it to me, but once he, he knew I was moving to San Francisco, he gave me stairway walks in San Francisco. And I just went through the book and I was amazed at how cool it was that we had stairways all over the city. I hadn't lived in a place like this before. I'd lived in some more flat places like New York City. And um, yeah, I just thought it was a really cool way to see different neighborhoods of the city and get to know the city better. I didn't get to join you guys. I'm super bummed. This is going to be a common theme throughout the podcast. Say I want to go out tomorrow. Do you have like starter stairways in mind? Are there Where, where should people start if they want to start exploring stairways? And, and how do they get in touch with your project? Oh, yeah. So there are a bunch of ways to do this. I mean, let's say everyone who learns about our mosaic stairways, of which we now have eight that I know of, um, everyone seems to love those. So that could be a fun place to start. I have a map of those all on a Google map. So some people could look those up to find my map of stairways that has it. So it's basically a Google map that I've edited. Uh, I've added little map pins on a map of San Francisco and anyone can access it at, if you are familiar with bit.ly link, so bit.ly slash SF stair map. Awesome. And okay. we will put this out on our Twitter, too. Do you have some favorites? Some, you know, if, if you had to send someone, send me out right now on, say, three stairways, where am I going? Oh, my gosh. Out of the 900, it's so hard to choose. Oh, <laughs> Pick three. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if, you, if you're totally new to stairways, you do need to see the Felbert and Greenwich Street steps. Um, I'd pick... So I'm counting those as one because they're kind of right next to each other. They're parallel. They're just one street over. They're about 380 steps each. They're hard. They are epic. Yeah. And there's lots of stuff to see on them. There's gardens. There's mosaic art. There's streets that you can only access from the stairways. They are epic. The king and queen of stairways, Felbert and Greenwich, definitely. And you're like literally looking into people's like living oh, yeah. windows and backyards. And all these people live right on these steps. And it's such classic San Francisco, like very quintessential. It is so amazing there. Scene. Those are fantastic. I would say pick a mosaic stairway. You know, if you haven't seen the 16th Avenue tiled steps, I would definitely see those. And then Heather and I also went to what I think is, you know, it's a little farther out of the way, but the Pacheco, Grand Pacheco staircase is gorgeous and it's in Forest Hill. I think that's the most elegant stairway in the city. Ooh. I live near there, and I have never really walked around that neighborhood, but yesterday we were walking. It has a bunch of stairways there, and we did a lot of them. Um, and walking around that neighborhood, there's such lovely homes. And it yes. looks like they're kind of like mansions, and you just 
expect that they're all going to be very conservative, but they all have like Black Lives Matter and abolished ice signs hanging in the windows. <laughs> they do. And it it's was such an unusual cool. luck. <laughs> it is super well, that, cool. That brings up a question. Like, as Heather mentioned, a lot of these homes are really close together. How are the neighbors? Are there like stairway friendly neighbors? Are there people who give you mean looks? What, what's the what's the tone like as you're going on these stairways? Oh my gosh, I have not met. Well, I haven't met anyone unfriendly on the stairways. I think you know if you live on Lombard Street, you're gonna have tourists. <laughs> if you live on a stairway, you're you gotta know you're gonna have some locals walking by either for exercise or exploration. So I think they're probably used to it. I have only met nice people on the stairways. Um, and it's really interesting. But yeah. I noticed yesterday there were some joggers on the Pacheco staircase who were not wearing masks. And they were super, like, huffing and puffing. And they weren't really unfriendly, but they definitely weren't friendly. And there were a lot of messages written in chalk on the stairs that were like, wear your mask, so yeah. distance, six feet apart. And it seemed like they were trying to speak to those juggers. Yes. Oh, I forgot one more stairway, by the way. A very magical stairway to add maybe a fourth one to add to your list. Harry, uh, Harry Street Steps. You're going to feel like you're in Indiana Jones. It's a wood staircase. Where's that? It's near you. You can go, Heather. Oh, oh it is totally near you. It's um, Oh, I think I know where yes. that is. Near Walter Hoffman. Yes, Park. it is epic. Yes. It's probably a few hundred steps, too. And you made me think of it, uh, Peter, because there are houses right on the stairway. It's kind of like you're looking into someone's window, like Heather was mentioning. Uh, so there are people gardening in their gardens. You're walking by them, and it's just a magical place. You said Indiana Jones. Yes. I feel like you're in Indiana Jones because as Heather and I were noticing the other day, the ground in San Francisco is always kind of shifting. So you build this mm. staircase and it's straight and there are right angles. But after a while, the staircase starts turning this way and shifting that way. And on Harry Street stairs... They're de each flight is kind of on its own little axis, and, and then you're yeah, kind of it's really rickety. you're kind of in the woods at the end. There's just a lot of trees, so you feel like you're you're climbing this wood staircase in the middle of the woods, and it's kind of shifting axes. It's pretty cool. It doesn't feel like you're in a city. No, over there. It sounds like we have just like a is San Francisco the greatest staircase city in the world i mean great question are, are, would definitely are there it. rankings and and wh what are yours now i have a friend who has written a book his name is mark kramer and his book is called urban everesting so he tries to reach the height of everest by walking up and down stairways in various cities across the world and he has put together a ranking and we are in the top tier of rankings so but there are cities like uh pittsburgh that are also up there and then, I, he, really? then he has places like La Paz, Bolivia, where I have not been. But <laughs> I believe it's amazing there. Huh. Los Angeles is also good. Los Angeles and uh, Seattle are also known for great stairways. How'd you get your start? What, what interested you in stairways? Do you remember your first stairway? Oh, goodness. I do remember my first urban hike around the city. It was with my friend Oliver. And at the time, I lived in kind of on the Russian Hill Pacific Heights border. And we walked down to the Embarcadero and we took a bunch of stairways. Um, my friend Oliver is a San Francisco native. So he just walked around the city nonchalantly as we were climbing these gorgeous and yet intimidating stairways. And I was like, I am so sold on this city. This was the funnest, most interesting walk I've ever taken. 
Um, and I, we just had a blast. So I think that was really the moment where it kicked off for me. You know, having had the Stairway Walks book and then doing some of the stairways on my own was just great. So I got to ask Heather and Alexandra, because I wasn't there yesterday. Um, how do you tackle the stairways? Are you like taking your time and looking around, taking a lot of stops, looking back, breathing in, breathing out? <laughs> or are you like firing up those stairs like a, you know, like military? No, the former for sure. Because I was trying to write notes and I was like, if I attempt to write in my notebook while climbing stairs, we're probably going to have to go to the hospital. So <laughs> I was pausing a lot. Well, uh, but. And just looking around, like there's so much to see on all of these. Oh, They're yeah. not just, you're not, you don't feel like you're just getting from point A to point B. It's really like the journey. The journey is totally the key to it. I mean, let's say, you know, what I would tell people to do if they go see my map and then there's a link to my spreadsheet on the map, pick a neighborhood, pick a few stairways because there's photos associated with, you know, so far 650 of the stairways and maybe pick a few you want to visit and then you can wander and see more. Um, but you'll always see something different along the way. Like I saw on Heather's uh, Twitter yesterday, she posted a picture of an alley we walked by, which is just this really narrow paved brick alley, which totally had a street sign that said school on it. So it's an actual official city street. And you just see so many things. You come across dirt roads, you come across views, you come across all sorts of things when you go on a stairway walk, even more than the stairways. I had a, it was like a trivia question when I posted that photo and I said, what is the name of this tiny little street on Telegraph Hill? Hint, it's something in the news these days. And like you said, the answer was school. But a lot of people were like, Corona. <laughs> Corona. Kamala there Harris is a Corona. Way. <laughs> yeah, there is a Harris Way, I learned. And there is a Corona Street near Ingleside. Oh. But this one was school. <laughs> we'll be right back after this short break. And so you've also written two books about urban trails. So tell us about those you kindly gave me. Yes, and Peter. Another thing to make you jealous, Peter. I know. I need to get your address and send them to you. Um, So I've written two books on urban hiking. They're called Urban Trails San Francisco and Urban Trails East Bay. Urban Trails San Francisco's got 50 routes in it, 40 of, of which are in the city. Six are in Marin. Four are just south of the city. And I was listening to one of your episodes um, from 2019 of this podcast with Soleil Ho and how she gets around without a car. And I wrote that entire book without having a car. So you you can really, you know, not these days as much, but you could use Muni or any other, you know, now there's lift bikes. Um, You can use any sort of means of transportation to get to any of the hikes in San Francisco. Urban Trails East Bay came out in May. And it is 40 trails. You know, the center is Oakland, but there's a whole chapter on Berkeley, Fremont, Richmond, all the way out to Mount Diablo. Do you do you mention I'm in Alameda right now? It's a uh, stairway free city. (laughs) Uh, It's pretty flat being an island. It's funny because I work out. I actually like to work out on hills. I don't like running in just a straight line. I like working out on hills and stairs. And the only stairway that like is good for uh exercising is there's a stadium at the um, college, the city college, which is closed. But um, do you look at Alameda as a hiker and say that t- city's just dead to me? It's two no, dimensional. No, no, no. I don't, don't want to spend my time in a, in a totally 2D city. Alameda. Yeah, exactly. No, I think Alameda's <laughs> super cool. I've actually, I've walked on it. Um, I was just thinking there, there's Alameda's super flat and so is your uh, 
Treasure Island, Europe of One Island is very interesting for stairways. But um, no, I look at that and I actually did not put any hikes in Alameda in the book because there were some shoreline routes, but I already had so many other shoreline routes. My publisher was like, stop, you can't have any more shoreline <laughs> routes. But from what I have read, I think there's some nice shoreline walks. Yeah, there are. And I, I think your publisher should know that <laughs> you can't have enough shorelines. I mean, after I did so many hikes in Richmond and I fell in love with all their shoreline hikes. Um, so I, I'm with you. And you do a lot of what we do, which is exploring the city in kind of weird and offbeat ways. Uh, what do you love about doing that so much? Oh, my gosh. I think there's just, you know, there's 800 something thousand of us and living in this city and I think there are 800 something thousand different types of lives you can live here and that's so exciting to me. I love going from one neighborhood to the next and feeling the vibe change or even going down you know a big stairway and you know the vibe is different at the bottom of the stairway and the top of the stairway. I just love it's given me an excuse to visit neighborhoods all over the city just having that goal of seeing all the stairways they're in neighborhoods from, you know, the Bayview to Land's End, like diagonally across the city everywhere. So it's been super fun to explore. And, you know, even as someone who's lived here now 13 years, um, you know, I was like, oh, my board of San Francisco, I think I know it all. No, like we probably, mm-hmm. none of us knows it all. No. Even the natives, um, so there's always something new to see. And that's great for a novelty addict like myself. I I love it, too, because, you know, so much there's so much negativity, especially pre-pandemic. There were years of negativity toward people who are new to San Francisco, particularly people in the tech industry and this us versus them thing. And I always feel like and I think even more so now that we're all in a position to explore the city a little more, I think we should tell people where to go and what to do to fall in love with the city and then they're part of us as opposed to making those people separate. And I think Love that's that. like, I, I, I look at your whole life and it seems like that's kind of what you're doing is just making converts and making people love San Francisco. I think that's like the best thing you can do. That's one of my favorite things. I mean, when I was doing the tours, we would have people from all over the world coming and their minds would be blown. Um, you know, of course, you want to see the Golden Gate Bridge when you come here um, and you've read about it and you've seen photos about it. But, you know, what are all the other things that you might not know about if you're coming from Germany or Japan or anywhere else around the world, Australia, New Zealand, where people were coming on my tours and they would just come away realizing San Francisco is so much more complex and interesting. And tell Peter what your husband is doing, because he has um, a similar goal. Oh, yes. He calls it R-E-R, Run Every Road. So he is running every street in San Francisco. I think he said it's about 1,300 miles, and I think he's probably done about 20% of it. This is another pandemic hobby. We are not gaining (laughs) the COVID-15, the (laughs) COVID-19, or the COVID-30. We are not gaining the COVID-19. We are busting our butts on stairways and running every road. He's already done the sunset. He just wanted to conquer that because it was such a gigantic neighborhood. Get that done first under his belt. He has done the Richmond Golden Gate Park. So he's doing trails also. He is doing not only MLK Drive and JFK Drive. He is doing every little 
every trail in Golden Gate Park. Same thing. Now he's working on the Presidio. So he. How many miles of, of has he figured out how many miles of road? I and and do you compare like how many steps you're doing versus how many miles of road? Oh, he is, is there a competition? so much more intense. Um, he runs about eight to thirteen miles every Saturday and Sunday, and I generally do three miles on my each steroid walk I go on. So there is no question who is the more intense person who's racking up more miles. Yeah, I think he's a his goal is to do like thirteen hundred miles. I think that's what he said was the streets, but I don't know if he added in the trails yet. Well, tell him that when he accomplishes it, he gets a column and podcast. Oh, my gosh. Well, he would be fantastic <laughs> on that. And he is very diligent. would actually diligent. love to have him on. Oh, fun. Yeah, he's great. I actually, I was thinking, I was like, this is such a cool thing. And I know a few people who have chosen to walk every road in San Francisco. And it would be so interesting to talk to them all. And it should be a club. It should be a club, really. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're um, aware of this, but I like to subject our guests to um, the famous lightning oh, round. Oh, yes. I have heard this on past episodes. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Where is your favorite place in San Francisco to get a burrito? Ooh. Well, it's funny because I am more of a taco person. Can I talk about tacos? You can go with tacos. Okay. We're getting a lot of that. We've, yeah. we've, we've had several people take a left turn I'm into like, tacos. I don't even <laughs> want rice. I am blanking on the name, which is terrible because I live in the Mission. It's the place on 16th between Mission and Valencia, and they have an amazing salsa bar. Yeah, I can't do the burritos. Pancho Villa. Pancho yes. Villa, that's it. That's the mayor's favorite oh, place, too. It's so good. I mean, the salsa bar. I always love hot salsa. And, yeah, tacos are my jam because I can't really eat a burrito. I'll just be full for a day. Can't carry a burrito okay. up the stairs. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite movie filmed in San Francisco? Oh, my gosh. Well, I was telling Heather there's one that I love, but I have not ever seen the end. Um, and it was Harold and Maude. I thought that was such an interesting story. Uh, but then you said you fell asleep. I know. So I, I, missed, I missed the end. So I have to watch that again. <laughs> um, I, and, and I wanted to say, well, it's become a movie. Tales of the City, all those books, mm-hmm. which have become uh, TV shows and movies, obsessed with those. I've read yeah. probably, I haven't read maybe, I think there's nine of them. I've probably read like seven of them. They are oh. fantastic. We walked on McCondry, um Lane yesterday, which is the uh, inspiration for the Barbary Lane. In I have, uh, I've walked those stairs. Those are yeah. great. Yeah, lovely. Really okay, uh, where's your favorite place in the city back when bars were allowed to open um, for a stiff drink? Oh, my gosh. I think some of my favorite places, well, actually, all my favorite places have closed. I loved Range. If you remember Range in the Mission. Um, I also love Loconda, which closed during uh-huh. the pandemic. <laughs> I love Prairie that closed this week. Oh, so this oh, is no. kind of like a just a list of my favorite closed places. But I, I guess that means I have to explore more. But yeah, I was doing delivery of Prairie cocktails <gasps> pretty frequently. Oh, uh, What was your first concert? My first concert was on my 11th birthday. And it was Paul McCartney at Madison Square Garden oh, in New wow. York City. Oh, wow. That's a good one. It's fun. What was the last book you read? I know you have a two-year-old, so you might oh, not be reading Oh, yes. No, I read all the time. I do that in bed. Um, <laughs> I actually pulled this book out because I realized my stair mission is kind of a quest. And it's called 
The Happiness of Pursuit instead of The Pursuit of Happiness Ah. by Chris Guillebeau. And it's all about people doing quests and why they do them and what it feels like to achieve a quest. His personal quest, the author, uh, was to visit every country in the world. Mine's a little easier, but, you know, there's still a (laughs) challenge. It's coronavirus appropriate. What are you most looking forward to about shelter in place ending? What will you do first that you can't do? Oh my gosh. Well, I know restaurants are technically open, but I really want to be really careful. I haven't gone out to restaurants. I've done a lot of take out. I cannot wait to have a cocktail in a restaurant. And yeah, I'm really going to enjoy that experience. And I hope they keep the outdoor dining thing. Yeah. I am just sure. thinking that's so cool. No coronavirus. I want to have a cocktail on some outdoor patio in a, at a restaurant. I know yeah. I know how you feel. There's this Mexican place, and I have a slow street near me, and I just walk down the slow street at night and then stare at the Mexican place I want to go to <laughs> when it's all over. And, and it's not just the food. I can get food there, and we do get food there. But it's sitting down and having that, like, super big, giant – hubcap sized plate that we don't have in our house yeah it's like and like all the food and it's ah, I, it's a different there's something setting. different about it yeah i mean yeah. i live across the street almost from a pizzeria delfina and oh. when you eat the pizza in the restaurant the crust is so darn crispy and even just walking across the street the crust uncrisps so everything's a little better in the restaurant it is. I've been going to Pizzeria Delfina for takeout, and my family loves the spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, yeah. They have an amazing family-style meal. Yes. Agree. Yes. Yes. Um, and, Peter, you said you had a couple of I do. I'm going to go rogue here, and sometimes <laughs> I um, take over the lightning round for a few. Do you keep track of your steps? And if so, what are the most steps you've had in a day or most flights of stairs you've had in a day? Now, is this for this project specifically or in general? Uh, I'll go in general. Okay. I'll go lifetime. You're counting steps like running and walking too, not just on staircases? Yeah, I want both. So, yeah, in general. Flights of stairs and steps. In general, the most I've ever had in a day was about 60,000. That's awesome. Have you heard of the Ohlone Wilderness Trail? Yes. It is really long. And my boyfriend, I told you, or oh, so he will be my husband. Heather said my husband. He's going to be my husband soon. Uh, fiance. fiance. He decided, of course, he's so intense. He's let's let's do the entire Ohlone Wilderness Trail, which most people do as a multi-day backpacking trip. Let's do it in one day. So you start at Delval. Um, uh, it's a regional park. Stops in Sunol. We, we got to Sunol after like 20 miles and it was a, his birthday's in July. So of course it was like mm-hmm. 95 degrees. Um, I bailed. I, this was pre-corona. This was a few years ago. I literally hitchhiked with this lady and she drove me to Union City BART and I BARTed home. He continued <laughs> along the whole ro- uh, route, ending at Mission Peak and going to Fremont BART and going home. That was insane. Most flights of steps I've done in a day are over 800 so oh my god again oh my god palm springs uh if you've ever been there there's that tram yeah i don't know if you know about it. there's like a big tram from the you know the bottom of palm springs up 8000 feet you can also hike up there so we hiked up to the tram and it was 8000 feet of elevation so that was that's like 20 salesforce towers oh my it god. was that's intense. crazy and again guess what not my idea 
I proposed a really easy hike that started at the tram and went about 2,000 feet. It was 11 miles, so it wasn't super easy, but, you know, 2,000 feet compared to the 8,000 feet. And Brett, again, was like, let's just start at the bottom of Palm Springs and climb to the, the top. So, yeah, 800 steps, 800 flights well, we of stairs. Are th- we are thoroughly impressed. Uh, <laughs> my record is with Heather doing our four, one of our little adventures, the 49-mile oh, scenic yeah, route. Oh, yeah, which is so cool. So we we did 46,000, though, because we were on bikes, too. But do you know what? And that counts as even more because the bike, when you do it on your bike, it doesn't count as much. Yeah, but uh, 60,000 is better. Oh. Um, and my, my old, that broke my old record before. That was 30,000 when I had a park hopper with my kids at Disneyland and oh Disneyland, my gosh. California Adventure. Yeah, that's so. that's like a half marathon worth of steps. Well, I uh, I am totally messing up the lightning round, um, but I do have more questions. Best public restroom you've ever seen in San Francisco, <laughs> and I understand well, if you don't want to give ones? it up. Oh, I know one. Oh, I know one. I great cannot one. wait to hear yours. My go tos are, I mean, we couldn't go there yesterday in Levi's headquarters. <laughs> You don't even have to sneak by the receptionist area. You just walk by. It's a public restroom. Because the building is owned by Levi's, it's just, like, cleaned every minute. You know, there's it's, it just smells like cleaning products. It's just so clean. I always go there, especially in my Telegraph Hill hikes. It is currently closed. Other good go-tos, I mean, I go in Washington Square a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have a favorite, Peter? It sounds like you do. The Presidio. Oh. Um, if you go on the uh, the kind of the area, I don't know what they call it, the marching ground in front of the museums, that yes. big lawn. Yes. Currently right in front of, because the visitor center, I think, is closed. Yeah. Um, they have this, one of those um, trailer bathrooms. Yes. That, like at a nice wedding. I know like, those. I know exactly the, the, that trailer. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's so sweet. I took photos of it, and I did a whole tweet thread on it. Yeah. I mean, it's just absolutely spectacular. And post-corona, you got to go to the visitor center where they have, like, I mean, I think they're expecting a crowd of, like, 500 people because there's, like, 20 stalls in a row. And, again, all clean. All clean. Wow. Good one. All right, I got just one more. Um, how many, approximately, coyotes have you seen <laughs> during your adventures and do you have a favorite coyote sighting i have seen so many coyotes now now i've become a little scared of coyotes because i have a dog and i do a lot of my walks with my dog my dog's about 50 pounds she probably wouldn't be taken down by a coyote but i have a rule like i won't go to buena vista park before 10 a.m because of that um one of my favorite coyote sightings was in glen canyon park i looked down at my feet and i was like wow that is a really fresh poop i saw like a a, a, you know some sort of animal poop i looked up the coyote was like five feet in front of me and i was like wow so um yeah i avoid some of the parks in the morning now but if you do want to see coyotes yeah morning time is great presidio glen canyon park even i was thinking about it by coit tower there's coyotes it's crazy we did see the wild parrots yesterday. We did. Just to make you even more we jealous, did. Peter. <laughs> well, I am fully jealous. Uh, <laughs> that's my lightning round questions, Heather. Great. Well, I always end with this one, which is, um, what is one thing you always make sure to squeeze into your busy day? 
Oh, well, I always squeeze in um, time outside. I need it. Um, One of the best things about living in San Francisco is that our weather is amazing. And even when we think it's bad, it's amazing. You know, (laughs) 50 degrees and a drizzle, still much better than what most people have. I try to get out every day, get a bunch of steps in, minimum, you know, 10, 11,000 for me, round the block or, you know, a bigger adventure. Nice. Well, it was really fun to talk so to you, and we should all to... do a staircase walk together. Sometime. Yes. Yes. Thank you and, so much. And one more time, your where, where can people find the stair yes. staircases that you Let gather? me. I'm, I'm triple checking the link. So the link for the stairway map is bit.ly. So bit any one of those bitly links that is bit.ly slash sf stair map. There you'll find um, you know all the stairs that I've found out about 900 of them i'm also going to insert a link there in the description to the companion spreadsheet so if you want to look at a spreadsheet instead of a map view um that's you could do that too and i I would love people if they have any stairways i've missed um or you know any sort of additions or corrections to the map they can email me at info at urbanhikersf.com that will get forwarded to my inbox Great. Well, it was a lot of fun to talk to you. And thanks again for Thank all the you climbing so yesterday. Thank you so much. This has been a true pleasure. Have a great day, folks. <laughs> Take okay. care. Bye. Thank you. Take care. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to Heather Knight and our guest, Alexandra Kennan. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album, Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by treating yourself to a digital Chronicle edition at sfchronicle.com slash pod. Yeah.